Welcome to the Art of the Dive, Game Week 17 done, Game Week 18 coming up here, and there's a lot to talk about. Things are a little bit wild in real life, so sometimes FPL life is a good way to escape that. Jake, how are you, buddy? Eh. Hey, man. Do you ever maybe think about, like, rehearsing the start of the pod so that you could, like, maybe come up with literally saying anything else, like something interesting or funny or just, like, a good way to start it? No, I haven't thought about that, but I could consider yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, because it's kind of like this thing where, you know, I like every pod, I do this like intro and then I toss it to you and you get this chance to like, you know, it could be a punchline. It could be something interesting or fun. And every time you're like, poop. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Maybe I should consider that for the next pod. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, you want to maybe be a little bit more prominent in the pod. That could be what you could do. Yeah. Think about. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, so the world's a little weird, huh, right now, Jake? I mean, people storming capitals and mm-hmm. coronavirus and kind of sucks. Yep, it does suck. I would agree. It's pretty, pretty strange, strange world. Yeah. yeah. Do you, um, serious question, uh, do you, do you feel like FPL is a good escape? from it or do you feel like fpl sometimes just like adds to the stress of it uh lately i feel like fpl adds to the stress of it which is weird because it used to be like a little bit of an escape i don't know if it's just because i suck at fpl now i don't know maybe i always sucked and i just didn't realize it yeah that well that's what it is we've been telling you that for a long time um the second part i just i just refuse to listen i guess yeah, yeah, I know, Jake. I know. What time is it, by the way? Uh, seven forty. What time is it for me? Six forty. A.M. or P.M. A.M. Hmm. Yeah. Why are we recording so early? Because you wanted to. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 That's what it is. To To be um, fair to the listeners, I get up at yeah. three hours before this every day at work, which is a little bit strange. Which is how many days a week? Three days you work a week? Three or four, depending. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tough. Um. Yeah, I normally don't get up till six thirty, so this is early for me right now. Yeah. But. Um, all right. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into stuff. I mean, we've got a lot of big topics to kind of start with, and I think the most important one. Stoop Tiger wrote in for us uh, dildos, lots and lots of dildos. Yes. Do you want to start with them, or like what your favorite kind is, your favorite size? No, I just that th- I agree with his statement. I mean, are you more manual, or do you like those that have functionality built into them? Hard to say. Hard to say. Lube, or, lube or no lube? Uh, pr- probably lube, I would say. It's a no lube. It's been a no lube year, though. <laughs> it's been a no lube year. <laughs> yes. Uh, storm the Capitol! <laughs> uh, can you imagine, like, uh, if the FBI SWAT response teams that went in there, if they weren't armed with guns, but instead with dildos? I think nobody that would, be... would no nobody would storm the Capitol ever again. Yeah, I think that would be good. I think that'd be a great thing. <laughs> We're gonna teach them a lesson they'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think the people that stormed the Capitol would have stormed the Capitol. Maybe yeah. other people would have, but not <laughs> right, that group. Right? <laughs> it's, shit, there's people storming the Capitol every day. Uh. <laughs> Can you imagine how much how rich how much more rich we would be? Our stock in masterstroke dildos just through the roof. Yeah. Oh man. Um, all right. So uh, John writes in uh, FPL note. Do you guys think this season is becoming tainted with postponements? Um, you can take steps to mitigate, for example, vice captaining from different teams, making sure to have him playing subs, not making early transfers. Uh, but if you or your rivals lose half a team, the strategy and planning behind the game week becomes void. I think it's a it's a good it's like a very reasonable question. You know, I think a lot of managers are feeling this way that the season is becoming tainted, that it doesn't have uh, any any form of consistency there's a lot of players that are being lost week in and week out there's games that are being dropped week in and week out um tainted though what do you think jake asterisks behind the entire championship of the season yeah i'm all for it 
But you know, is that because you're like in last <laughs> in all your leagues? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't know. It's like last week I needed somebody on my team to get COVID. Uh, no, it didn't happen. Just like, just doesn't work. <laughs> just like whatever Please. I do, whatever I try, it just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Have you been like trying stuff to try yeah, to get players to Yeah, I like wrote COVID in or? to see if like, you know, I was like, I'm pretty worried about, you know, Leicester, Newcastle game. I think there's a high chance of COVID spread and no one got right. back to me on that. Dr. Jacob Close, you signed that Yeah, too. I did. I did sign right. it. <laughs> trying to pull, pull a little, throw a little weight around. I was around, like, huh? I really think you guys need to cancel this game so I can get Suchek and Kufal off my bench. Oh, yeah. You had both of them, didn't you? And Bednarik, in my lineup. absurd. So, I I yeah. left 24 points on my bench. So, that was good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if anybody's, I didn't even notice that. I wonder if anybody's beat that this year. That's like with people we know, that's pretty absurd. That's a huge haul to lose yeah. out on. Yeah. Oh, my God, you're fucking bad. You are bad. Right, but I couldn't even put out a full team last week, and this week, everybody plays. No COVID. <laughs> and returned. Yeah. Apparently, wow. Um, yeah, I. you know what? I talked about this a couple weeks ago when there were some games uh, that were, were postponed. I, I just don't think it's tainted, right? Like, th- you take the season for what it is, okay? And this year, it's incredibly unusual, and it's it's dumb, but it is what it is. And, and um, you know, you, I think that John is right. The best, you know, we've talked about this multiple times, but FPL is just, it's a game of odds. You can think of it a little bit like poker, right? There's, you know, there's certain moves that you're supposed to make. There's certain bets that you're supposed to make. There's certain cards that you're supposed to hold and you're supposed to fold on. Um, but no matter what, when you're playing hold them and the cards get, get come down on the table... Um, it, it sometimes doesn't matter, right? Like sometimes it gets thrown out. Now, what's a little bit challenging is it would be like if somebody put, it's called the flop, right? The first three, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first three come onto the table and then someone's like, oh, nope, that card doesn't count anymore, taking it away, you know? And then like they put a new card on the table. That's a little bit what this year feels like. And so certainly there's there's more randomness than um, than there's ever been. But that's just kind of how the world has been. It's a, it's almost a reflection, Jake. It's a it's a extension of real life. Yeah, and it's hard. It's like you want some semblance of real life, you know. Should but but you also start to wonder, like, is it good that we're we are worrying about something like sports being continued if if you know this pandemic is still so severe. That's what I mm-hmm. struggle with. I'm like, do you yeah. do you feel like the game should be played still because like that helps you kind of regain some, you know, normalcy? Um, or is it like, well, this is this is kind of dumb because we're we're just forcing these players to to do things that could be spreading the pandemic further. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's beyond I guess like FPL and and maybe it's worth just like quickly discussing, but I do tend to agree with you. I, I'm I'm struggling with that a little bit. It's uh, it's not an essential service, and I know that people everywhere are saying, "Well, it's good for the mental health of the general population," and due to the money that the Premier League has, they can bubble their players and test their players more than anyone else can. And um, and I get that, but like in America here, we we have like communities that struggle to have access to testing, you know, and like. Okay, so good job by you, you know, Premier League and and teams like you're using a test, a a couple tests every single week, each player. And like we have communities that can't even get their hands on them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I totally I mean, I I struggle with that a little bit um, as well. And and I get it like mental health is important. And we've talked we we always talk about that, it seems like, too. And and having soccer to watch is uh, is important. But um I don't know. It's it's a little bit challenging for me right now to even like be in all in on the FPL or all in on like watching matches just because it's just hard to like get normal life stuff done right now. True. I don't know. Anyways, uh, I hope everyone's doing okay with everything. It's frustrating right now and it's challenging and um, I don't know. Reach out if you need anything. We're always around to chat. Um, we've had people reach out in the past and I, I appreciate that both to check in on us and just because they needed some stuff. So um, anyways, 
another thing that happened in the community the, the other day, another big picture topic that I, I do want to address on our podcast um, is there's been like, um, there's kind of a joke going around the last week on Twitter where a bunch of male accounts were like flipping their profile pictures to females and then saying that they were women um, as a joke. And then they, they were finding that they were getting like a lot of followers on FPL Twitter. And there's uh, there's two things that I think need to be addressed here. First off, it is it is a joke. And you know me, I'm pro joke on almost everything. Um, the joke is not making fun of women. Okay, it's making fun of um, all these guys that are really weird. And uh, like, if they just see a female account, they like follow it right away. And, uh, you know, want to interact with them, maybe, maybe because right, so there's a lot of really good female accounts out there that produce wonderful content. So let's be really careful with that, right? Like, what they're implying is that people are only interacting with them right? Because they're women. But there's a lot of really good accounts out there. The the subject of the joke is these weird guys that need to like calm down a little bit um, with the way that they treat women, I think, in the FPL community. That said, uh, we don't want to make this like a weird environment for any any females that want to join the community because we have like some awesome women that are part of our our podcast uh, and, and our Patreon and are part of our Discord. And like, I don't think, I don't, I think you'd agree, Jake, like this is not a bash on them, but we never think of them as like, oh, well, that's a woman that's here. Like I had to kind of, I know this sounds weird. I had to like think who was a woman in our like discord and stuff. Um, yeah. Just because like, it's like, that's just not even like a, a thought in the, in our, in our specific community. But like, we just got to be careful with the environment that we create because I've talked with some of these women and they're like, yeah, it's it's not always really welcoming in, in FPL. You have any thoughts on that, Jake? You want to get a rant off your chest? Should you no, bring your wife I mean, in? I don't, I don't think I could have said that any better. And honestly, it's like one of those things that I haven't really experienced. Um, right. Cause you know, I didn't change my account picture. Um, so I don't <laughs> right. know what weird things go on, but yeah, just stop being weird, bro. Yeah. I think that's the, you know? that's it. Isn't it? It's yeah. stop being fucking weird. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and like just please be inclusive to people i trust me i get the subject of the joke but you have to see how like some people would look at that you know some women especially would be like oh well so what you think that that's the only reason people want to talk with me on here is because i'm a woman and that's not it's just not fair and we just got to be careful right because we we want this to be the community's more fun when there's more people i also agree that it's more fun when there's a lot of banter and those weird dudes that um you know, maybe interact with women inappropriately, like they deserve to be chastised. Okay. They deserve to be made fun of, but we just got to be careful with, with, um, you know, unintended consequences of some of those jokes. Okay. So that's it. I know that we haven't covered a lot of FPL yet in the first 10 minutes of the pod, but, um, I just wanted to go through some of those things. Uh, let's get into uh, game week 17, Jake. So we have a little bit of time before game week 18. It's the 12th. So we have another five days until uh, it kicks off. That's why we're recording a little later. The last two podcasts we have recorded. I don't know if you've noticed this, Jake, but um, the last two times we recorded, we got done. Uh, I always like, I almost always go to Twitter and I, I just like, Hey, we're editing the pod. It's coming out soon. You know, people get all hype. They're like, yeah, boy, you know, like jacked up. Uh, and the last two times I've gone onto Twitter and Ben Krellin, the guy that does all the scheduling stuff, has been like, schedule release. Everything you just said in your podcast is fucking dumb. <laughs> like, so we were waiting to, to pod <laughs> this week. But um, so let's talk about our Game Week 17 scores first, Jake. Uh, do you want to start or should I? I can start. I was probably more disappointing. Um, so... I didn't think I had that bad of a game week, but now that I looked at it for the first time in total, I guess I did. Uh, the average points were 56 and I had 58. Um, but I had a lot of one and two pointers thrown in with, you know, some good good game weeks. So, Captain Sun, he was my highest scorer. That's good, right? Nice. 13. Yeah. Uh, turned into 26. Had Fernandez, had uh, Grealish, who everyone else seems to have. Wait, uh, hold up. I didn't quite catch that. You Captain Sun, he got 13 and it turned into what? Well, he it was 26 in total. Yeah. 
Okay, so when you captain, how does that work then? That gets uh, it takes it, what you got and it then it makes it takes what you got and I think it doubles it. Pretty sure. Ah, okay, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Continue, yeah. continue. Okay. Continue. And so then I had Fernandez who had ten, and I put a vice captain on him. He was my second highest score, um, but he does not get his points doubled because he's my vice captain and ah. so I had ten points from him. Um, but overall, Semedo was my only other player to return, um, but he got a measly three points because they let in five hundred goals against Brighton, and he got a yellow card, I think. So. Um, you know, I don't know what happened, but I somehow left 24 points on my bench. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the rest of my players all got two and one points. Uh, Sala was a disappointment. I think that actually hurt me. I thought Sala, like, doing great would have actually... I don't know. I guess I don't even know where everybody else got their points from. That's what I'm... like. Yeah. Kane... KDB maybe I, I don't know because there wasn't I mean Arsenal cleaned who has Arsenal players like Crystal Palace cleaned do people still have like Mitchell I don't even know I guess maybe like a lot of people had West Ham players um, I know yeah, you I had think... Suchek play I think which was nice yeah so. I have West Ham I have KDB I don't have Sun which yeah. absolutely fried me I mean he was easily he was the best captain pick I thought about Moving one of my big three, Fernandez, Salah, KDB, two Sun this week, uh, this last week, but I just rolled the dice. But it's like and, who uh, do you move, right? Like if you move Fernandez, you kind of miss out. You know, if right, Salah's right. been the the odd man out recently, he's this is three kind of really stinky game weeks in a row for him against like not that difficult competition. Yeah, and and really bad by pool in general, mm-hmm. right? Underlying stats are terrible. They're not creating chances. They're not penetrating well. It's, yeah, they, and they look, they honestly just look like dog turds. Yeah, we need um, to talk about that at, at least at some point in the pod. Well, why don't we just talk about it? Yeah. You like, want to talk about the, it now? Yeah, what's the deal with them? What happened? Um, It is a little bit confusing, right? So, they, if you look back the last couple game weeks, right? So, they, they smash uh crystal palace right mm-hmm. or even if we go back to like game week 11 they beat wolves for nothing but they've had some weird results right fulham won one so then spurs they play to a 2-1 they won that game correct yeah that's that's a good okay. result good result for them crystal palace they smash seven nothing but then west brom one one newcastle zero zero southampton one zero so one of the things that uh i was you know this is the reality of it is every team that plays them now plays them the same way and that's how it all was all of last year as well. They sit back and bunker, they bunker back against them. Okay. And then they try to play on the counter. Um, two things I think that are happening. Number one, I think not having the passing ability of a player like Virgil van Dyke, who, um, who was for a while very high up in the league for like kind of those long balls that break that back line. Um, he, he's gone. And I think obviously we know that hurts them and we know he hurts them defensively. But I think one of the bigger issues is they've struggled to get, um, Trent and, and to some extent less so, but to some extent Robbo into dangerous areas where they can get service. And one of the things that I thought when I've watched them play the last couple of weeks is that they've moved the ball very slowly through the midfield. A lot of the times players are playing in four, three, four, five touches. And the the issue with that is they, they don't move the ball to the other side of the pitch fast enough uh, so that the player has either a 1v1 opportunity or even a couple yards to create service. And did you see the stat about Trent? He turned the ball over 38 times in the last match. That's absurd. It was, yeah, it was the most by um, any Premier League player this year, and it might have been like the most by any player in the last five years or something like that. It was like a, it was like a record, basically, um, to turn the ball over that many times. And got and he came off, I think, at seventy eight minutes or something, or seventy six minutes. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think that's one thing I've seen. What have you been seeing with them? Well, I guess I haven't really been able to watch too much of their games, but. I I do agree like the teams are bunkering against them. I just don't feel like it's any different. So then the question becomes like, is it something that's fixable? Like you said, is it just can they move the ball faster? Or is it like pieces are too many pieces are missing, which I have to argue, I don't think that's the cause. I mean, I think Virgil hurt them, but he's been gone for a long time. Right. right. You know, so I think it's more of like they're mentally maybe like getting a little bit more checked out and just not playing the best soccer. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're not they're not they're not pressing as well. I think that's the other thing I've noticed as they have in years past. And that's one thing that Klopp's always done is he's been able to turn that team on, right? Like kind of flip the switch and like, okay, now we're gonna at this point in the match we're gonna really be pressing hard when we lose the ball, and at these points we'll drop back and we'll organize behind it a little bit more and think, you know. But they, but we haven't we haven't really seen that the first side of it, right? Where they're really pressing hard and winning the ball back in dangerous areas, and so um, yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating right now. Uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, Salah is not going to continue not to score just because the team will at some point start to create more chances. But he's definitely, like you said, kind of the odd man out. That that said, he does have 13 goals and four assists on the season. And I think he's like one of the top scorers, maybe the top scorer in overall or third. I think he's third overall. Um, I think Son's so. definitely ahead of him. Yeah, he has seven points more, Son. And Fernandez has five. Okay. Um, anything else from your team? Uh, no, it was just disappointment all around. Yeah. Okay. I got a 63. Um, like you said, average was 58, uh, 56. So game week rank of 2.8 million. First, not great game week that I've had in a while. I've had a couple of good game weeks in a row. Um, red arrow, uh, dropped about 10 or 20,000 places to 435,000. Um, and, uh, I had a fine, I mean, it was fine. I had Kufal and Suchek in the first day. And so I thought, wow, I'm going to absolutely fly. Um, of course the sun, my head in my head, I was thinking is if sun gets one return, it'll be okay. But then he got two and, and it's just, that was it then for me. So Grealish returned, KDB returned, Fernandez returned, um, Bamford as in the standard Bamford fashion had like 37 chances right in front of the goal. Um, you know, didn't, didn't score, um, Robertson, Obviously, losing the clean sheet hurt. Cancelo with the clean sheet lost right at the end of the game. He was one of my transfers this week. The the jammy pick, if you will, or the lucky thing, I guess, is uh, Forrester coming in for McCarthy. So McCarthy gets COVID. Forrester comes in and cleans against Liverpool, which yeah, is absurd. hilarious. Absurd. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. That's called, hey, hey, that's called mitigation, okay? Having the backup goalkeeper for the goalkeeper and then knowing that, man, Saints, they they are the team. They are the best team in the league. There's no doubt about that. How many bonus points did he get? Zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes me yeah. feel. Better. I think he only had one save the whole game. That's because absurd. Liver- yeah, because Liverpool didn't even get shots on target. So, anyways, um, all in all, it's fine. Uh, kind of a frustrating game week. I was hoping for something a little bit more positive going into this next game week. Um, we got a lot to talk about with that. But did you? Are you in the cup, Jake? I got knocked out. My guy, you lost? my guy put up an absurd amount of points. I think he had like 82 points, uh, 79, 79. Jesus, that's a game. Yeah. Um, I played a guy who took a minus 12, so that helped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, although we were tied like going into the last day. Um, but yeah, he, he made five transfers. Uh, he actually scored 59 points overall but um then a minus 12 as well so this week i go up against a guy named bingo his overall rank is uh 4.2 million um his team's actually like not it's not worthless that's what i don't get how he's 4.2 million but his team's not completely worthless he actually has a full playing team it looks like um there's only no everybody yeah everybody on his team is like there's no dead players. So he's like clearly been playing. I guess we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Could be interesting. So, all right. Um, let's see. Uh, Slack community team. Um, I'll pull them up really quickly. Do you want to get up the leaderboard? One of the leaderboards? Uh, I guess I can. Yeah. You don't really want to read it, do you? No, but I will. Yeah. I will. All right. Well, here's the Slack community team. Did it just like insane game week, 78 points, uh, game week rank of just under 500K. Captain Sun, that seemed to be kind of the standard if you wanted to have a big game week. Um, Suchek, double West Ham defense. So Cresswell and Kufal, uh, which obviously is is solid for them. Um, and then Fernandez and then Vardy. Um, who, yeah, did they, did they get a pen, right? Is that how that worked in their oh, game? Man. I can't remember. I actually watched that game. Yeah. They, uh, I was reading a very interesting stat that like. Oh yeah. They Lest- did get a pen. They did get a pen. Yeah. yeah that Leicester have led the league in like penalties for 
a long time now. Everybody always complains about like Manchester United and Liverpool and like all these other teams and Leicester's just like ticking along with pen on pen on pen. Uh, I love it. I'm uh, anyways, you, I still think there's some, I was talking to one of our buddies. I visited him during the game week and I think there's something to be said for teams with like blue jerseys getting more friendly calls. I think there's someone should dive in and do that's a hard it's a hard research project because like if if obviously if the team has two different jersey colors like what do you do for the games where they're not wearing the blue jerseys but I do think like typically which Man United goes against this but I think teams that wear red jerseys tend not to get friendly calls and it's just like psychology on the referees they don't even realize that they're doing it yeah there's some papers on that did you know that no I didn't but yeah, I would I would love to see them because I think it's right. I think it's completely true. Yeah, I was reading some stuff actually about uniform color for field players and for goalkeepers. There's actually some research on it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the results, but I'll uh, I'll share it with you if I find it. Um, let's do league leaderboards then. Um, you want to do league dive or PSL Super League? I'll do league dive. Okay, go ahead. Um. All right, number 10, uh, the Blackjacks, John Duffy. Uh, okay, I I can't do this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, everyone laughs at me every week. There's hard names in there, okay? Well, that's in, like, that's in a different, like, the lettering's different. I don't speak that language, but number nine, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Someone's going to have to help us with that. I, I really right. do apologize. I just, just don't keep know. going then, okay. Jake. God. <laughs> number eight, FC Dre. Uh, ooh, ooh. Um, number seven, Highwayman, uh, Matt's Ladahog. Uh, number six, Time to Wake Up, uh, Rafal Z. Uh, number five, Spurku, uh, Jane Niemannen. Uh, number four, Tornado Toffees, Casey Griffin. Number three, Nadira, uh, Gisha Permatasari. I uh, sorry if I butchered Ooh, that. I think Num- you might have got that one. Good for you. Number two, uh, Shanoa FC, Jeremy Latsky, and then perfect, perfect name for number one, like a Virgil Buck Sharp. Definitely nailed that one. Yeah, you got it. Uh, uh, PSL Super League, the top supporters league, our Patreon league. If you'd like to get in. Join the Patreon. We'd love to have you. Uh, it's a fun group. We talk a lot of shit. Uh, Matt Frisky, fifth, uh, the Coyote Kid. Connor Murray, show me the Mooney in fourth. Kenny McDowell, uh, early Bath United uh, in third. Gaz FPL, Sporting Cyburns in second. And Mo Newman, new team in first. Uh, with a game week score of 52 actually only, but an overall of uh, 1,061 and an overall rank of 58K. Um, all right. So, um, the last thing I did want to just really quickly touch on is the, uh, is the head to head league. Um, two point sex sounds has been running a lot of this league and with a couple help of a couple other people, um, that, that have been doing some stuff as well. So, um, uh, two divisions, uh, in this week, um, I actually tied Steven Toomey, um, sixth goal who we haven't heard him from in a while. Hope Steven's well, uh, with 63 points, kind of unusual for two people to tie in the head to heads. Uh, and then in division one, uh, Dr. Matt. Uh, he's, he's had a good run of form, um, eight straight wins since November. Um, and so he, he's going, uh, to the top of the table and I'm sitting mid table, um, with, uh, two point sex sounds wrote this in for me. He said with no danger of relegation. Thank you. Uh, in division two lane lines are top in a tight contest. Uh, Gautam, the, the Christmas number one has dropped to seventh. Jake is three wins off of a promotion place, but with two game weeks, off uh, uh, of the head-to-head, he looks uh, unlikely to secure promotion and is doomed to another season of Division Two. Um, so the divisions uh, will will close and will go into playoffs um, in a in a bit here. Um, also, he's he's running some manager of the month awards. So um, if you hear from him, know that that's what that is. It's not some weirdo that's trying to get your information. Um, all right. Jake's mistakes and then a break. Um, it's Jake's mistakes. Uh, we haven't had Jake's mistakes for a long time. DC wrote in, perhaps a detailed zoom in on Jake's mistakes section. I kind of miss it. I think people just want to shit on you probably for your mistakes. Um, but I think your mistake this week is pretty simple. What, <laughs> yeah. what was your mistake? It was a perfect week for you guys to call me out for Jake's mistakes. 
Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I didn't see the results coming. I think West Ham Everton, I expected to be a close game. So maybe I should have. I literally the day of the game week, um, switched Wilson in for Suchek. And I am still going to stand by this. Wilson got taken out in the box and deserved a PK for Lester. But again, blue jerseys, I guess I should have <laughs> taken that into to consideration. Um, I don't know. I didn't think I made bad picks. Justin should have got a clean, but you know, Andy Carroll still haunts my nightmares at whatever age he is as he bangs in a volley in the 84th minute. That game couldn't have gone worse for me in all honesty, Um, unless Vardy put in like four goals or whatever. I don't know. Um, That would have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I forget who my other transfer was, but I know Justin, I thought I made two. Oh, no. Oh, Suchek. Yeah. So I brought in Suchek and Justin and didn't play Suchek. So. Smart. Smart. Why would you play him? I think he price rose again recently. Well, at least, yeah, at least I jumped on that bandwagon. He's he's key. I'm excited about him. Um, I really want to get KDB in my team um, to have like four really good midfielders. I don't know if I can do that. So I'm debating what to do with that fifth mid spot. Do I go to like a, to a Leeds player? Because they just score in bunches like a Jack Harrison, um, or can I make my way up to get to KDB? It's hmm. a great question. Yeah, it is. But we're not going to help you with it. Let's no. take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get into chip talk. Specifically, we'll be mostly focusing on the free hit, um, and then we have some a lot. We have a lot of questions about it, so uh, stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Uh, just wanted to start by saying thanks to all of our Patreon members. We are rich because of you. New members get to be part of our Discord channel, get to join the PSL Super League. We'll send you shirts and things. It's so much fun. Just uh, just reach out. Let me know. Uh, you can go on to patreon.com. Uh, you can find that link in our Twitter. You can email me. I will send you uh my my paypal information so that you can just send me straight cash straight cash homie right jake yeah right and then we're gonna get rich we're gonna invest that cash and make a bunch of money and be more rich than we already are it's a tough life uh next game week jake is game week 18 and we should probably actually talk about fpl at some point in this podcast and that's what we're going to do now a game week 18 deadline is the 12th uh tuesday and for us it's 10 30 in the morning um it's a blank game week which means a bunch of teams do not play so the matchups are just so that we were clear are on tuesday wednesday and thursday sheffield united versus newcastle burnley versus manchester united uh, wolves versus everton man city versus brighton aston villa versus spurs and arsenal versus crystal palace so we have one two three four five six matchups uh, 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 as opposed to the usual uh, 10 matchups that we would have. Um, so, of course, this has led to, it's one of the, there's going to be a couple blank game weeks this, this year, and there's going to be a couple doubles this year. The game week after this, game week 19, has a bunch of doubles. Um, the other two game weeks that we think we're going to see doubles in, I believe, are, are well, 24, we think will, there will be doubles. It hasn't been announced yet. Um, but we think there'll be some doubles, probably not as many as 19, uh, but but who knows with all these postponements and things. And then I believe uh, the talk is that there will be a blank in 26. I think I'm saying that right. Um, but but the point is for now, for the sake of today, that um, there's right this blank and double. And then in the future, there will be a double and a blank. Uh, the other way around. So what we have to figure out is what's the best way to play our chips to navigate these two. Um, Right now, kind of a a lot of managers are set up in a couple different ways. So, well, everybody falls into one of these categories. Either you have enough blank game week players and you're just going to roll with it. Most people aren't going to put out 11. So they might put out nine or eight and they're just going to go with it. Okay, that's one camp as jake likes to say in another camp uh you're in a situation kind of like where i am uh i only have five players right now for the game week um so for me it probably makes the most sense to free hit uh this game week because i only have five players 
Um, that said, some people also don't have a lot and they're thinking about wild carding this game week. Okay, and then saving the free hit for the future. That would be the other way to handle it. Um, the next game week, game week 19, managers are doing a number of different things. Some people are just going to kind of hold and, and play. Some people are going to play a triple captain. Some people are going to play a bench boost. I've even seen some managers that are playing their free hit next week. Um, but I think for most managers, Jake, they're either kind of like holding and just kind of working through it or free hitting. What are you leaning towards right now? Um, <clears throat> I hit the free hit already. I, th- I only had five, five or six players as well. Yeah. I think if you're in a situation like either of us where you're at five or six, the free hit makes sense this week. Um, it, uh, I know that some people are trying to say, well, we don't know what the future is going to look like. You know, maybe it will, it'll be more useful then. I, I agree. I, I understand that thought process that we don't know. And the free hit is the ultimate mitigation chip right? It's, it's, oh shit, things are really bad, free hit, right? Because your team returns to what it was before. But that said, we, I think it's hard right now with, with so much uncertainty. So uh, this is what we talked about at the top of the pod. You can't know that postponements are coming. What we know is that there have been some postponements. What we know is that we have, you know, five or six players only in this game week it's likely that another postponement will come at some point but we don't know when and we don't know when those games are going to be rescheduled so i think it's worth using the chip now is i guess what i'm saying rather than rolling out with five or six or taking you know some guys were talking about taking four hits like it's just i don't think so i don't think it's a great move um so free hit talk is i think what we're mostly going to cover here jake um, the first question that we have from FPL Dbeg: are you early free hitters or last minute ones? So you've already free hit. Yep. I'm an early free hitter. Why? Well, price, price things, you know, okay. just in case. Um, you didn't have any, you don't have any concern like about all these postponements and things and like playing that free hit early. Yeah, I guess that would be the caveat. Um, but I mean, there were players in my thing that like price rose and I just got in with like zero points to spare. And I, I have playing a cup, probably one playing bench player for sure, if not at least two or three, which yeah. I think is important. So, yeah, there's a question about that later and we'll talk about it a little bit. I'm a late free hitter. Uh, I haven't hit it yet. I plan to, but I haven't. Um, and the reason I haven't is because when the game week ended, uh, that, that day, uh, England, uh, Britain went, or yeah, maybe England, I don't know how they do things over there anymore. They went back in the lockdown yeah. and I wasn't sure like if they were even going to have it. Now there's talk about, um, there's been like some talk that there's a possibility of the Leeds, uh, Saints game getting moved to this game week it has a very low chance but there's like a weird right because their league cup match or something like that or no the fa cup match this weekend it's just there's a whole mess of things going on it might be canceled and then they'd have an open slot and you know that kind of thing so um so i just have been waiting to see like what's actually going to happen i've come up with some free hit drafts but i've been waiting to see what's going to happen just because there's so much uncertainty it's probably safer it was probably a better move on your part because honestly, like if if the Leeds and Southampton game got moved, I probably could have leaned to just playing my eight guys, but we'll see. Yeah, I have two Leeds players and two um, Southampton players, yeah. so I would go from five to nine. Oh, yeah, and you then, for sure. I would have I would have still been on seven or eight guys. I can't. Uh, I okay. honestly yeah. can't remember. So yeah, I would have been on to nine, and I would have definitely just taken like one hit. And gotten out, got out 10, right? Yep. And just roll with it. So, yeah. um, okay. So, John writes in, should we think about blank game week 18 less in terms of how many players we get out, but but how much of a our team value has a match? Okay, so six. So, he says six players, say, with Kane, Son, KDB, and Fernandez could be higher scoring than 10 or 11 with budget players brought in to make up the numbers. I see what he's trying to say. Um, the thing is, won't your free hit have those guys? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, my free hit as of now has Son, Fernandez, Kane, and uh, De Bruyne. And there's right. also some pretty, exp- there's a, 
I have Martial on my team as of now, um, and he's Whoa, not cheap, okay. so I could move him to a cheaper forward if need be. Yeah, I hate Martial, but Cavani is out, right? He's been ruled out. Yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on that, but yeah, he's kind of ruled out. So I really like him. I gotta look into like who Man City's even playing up top. Like, I guess it's mostly just Sterling. Um, well, Aguero, they say is is back. Yeah. They say he's back, but that doesn't mean he's going to start, right? Because he's kind of been back, but he hasn't started right away. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I guess, is close. Yeah. Um, so, that's, again, five days until that happens. So, you'll want to kind of, like, look into that at some point. For sure. Um, Neil writes in, many of us fools have already used our free hit. While I justify taking a minus four or maybe even a minus eight uh, to get blank game week eight team and double game double game with 19 players for example manchester united those hits may give me big red arrows when competing with free hit squads please drink and discuss cheers man we should be drinking it is it's almost 7 20 my time now it is 7 20 yeah. my time it's 8 20 dr- yeah we should should be having a drink i'll go damn get one. okay um so so yeah okay so uh, a minus four or a minus eight versus the free hits. Of course. Yeah, of course, Neil's going to deal with uh, red arrows, right, Jay? Uh, well, not necessarily, not for sure, but he's definitely going to be, it's it's going to be a game week where if you don't play your free hit and you're able to get through it, good on you, but expect it to not be great, okay? Because there are a lot of heavy hitters available um, in this, this blank game week. So sometimes we get, for those that maybe are kind of new to it, sometimes we get players in the blank game week that uh, or, or team matchups that aren't very good, right? Like it's like bottom half teams and all the top tier teams are not playing. So there's not a lot of heavy hitters and it becomes very random. This week, there are a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of players that you can pick. And Jake just mentioned the guys that he's going to have in his team. Kane, Son, KDB, Fernandez, maybe even Martial, right? There's a chance for a lot of points there. Now, the reality of it is, Jake, I, I do think I was looking at my team I do think a lot of people are going to have a lot of those players, but very few people are going to have the combination of all four of them. For example, Kane's son, KDB, and Fernandez. Would you agree? Yeah, and I think that's a big point to make. But like you, well, you only had two because I forgot you don't have son. I think if you have three, yeah, maybe find a way to just get through the week because that's going to cover a lot of what people are going to bring in, right? Like, so if you have Kane, Son, and Fernandez, great. Kane, Son, and De Bruyne, great. You know, Fernandez, Son, De Bruyne, great. I think you might be okay, you know, personally. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so Thomas B then, I think just on that note, writes in, and he, he, we already talked about this. He had asked, when is it safe to write, to activate the free hit? But then he also said, who's the best captain then? So that's what I kind of think. I, I think that it's really going to just come down to if you hit the captain or not. Uh, and that I know that that's kind of the case with a lot of weeks, but more this week probably um, than in, in other yeah, weeks. Not last um, week. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. Uh, what? Uh, who are you leaning towards for a captain? <sighs> as much as I hate to captain this player, I think it's going to have to be Kevin. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I like Kevin too. That's my favorite. If you weren't going to captain Kevin, right now, his you know that his ownership last week was like 21%. It's pretty yeah, crazy. He's hard, I mean, I, he's a hard guy to get in. I guess if you don't have Salah, he's easy. But like, I, I have a hard time getting him in. It's not like Fernandez and Son are playing bad. Like, they got 13 and 10 points last week. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know? I, I, yeah, it's good. I, I have KDB, Fernandez, and Salah right now. And the thing with Salah that's hard is just like, he... Uh, he's great, right? I, I mean, I think he's arguably one of the best players outside of Fernandez this year. I think Salah is probably the second best player, um, even though Suns scored a few more points. Um, the issue is just like for, you know, a couple mil less, I can have Sun, right? Three mil less almost, right? Yeah. So like it just, maybe you just have Sun and you then you use those three somewhere else. I don't know. Anyways, that's a side note. <laughs> Um, All right, Mark writes in, should we have Spurs or Villa players on our free hit? They both have decent defenses, so goals may not be likely, but they also have high ownership. Players like Son, Kane, and Grealish, so there is a risk to your OR if they bang. It's a a really good point. Um, Yeah, it could be a low-scoring affair, right? So maybe you're like, oh, I don't want those players because they're expensive. But then on the other hand, 
um, their ownership is through the roof. So if you don't have them and they do score, your game week's over. Do you, I guess this is like, it's a, it's a good, like bigger picture question, Jake. Should, and I know, I know the easy answer is just, it depends on your team, but should we look at the free hit chip as more of like a roll of the dice or should we look at the free hit chip as a mitigating chip to like protect us and get us through a week? Yeah, I kind of think it should be more of a roll of the dice personally, but and that's why you fucking suck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That was that was strong at eight twenty in the morning. I'm gonna go get that drink. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Why? Why do you think a roll of the dice? Well, I mean, you can make up a lot of ground with it. Um. But I. I don't see why people would be afraid to have Spurs players against Villa. I think Grealish is out for me. Like Spurs defense is pretty solid. They don't tend to give up like a lot of goals. And so, you know, they're obviously the better team than Villa. Um, but I, I, I don't see how you can't argue the two guys that have the most combination of goals together in the Premier League, like for a whole season at you know, halfway through the season can't be in your team. Right. You know? I just don't understand. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I think if you're free hitting, you probably have to have son and Kane. I, I, I agree with you. You maybe don't have to have Jack. Uh, he's a good, really incredible player. Um, I'll, I'll probably have him in my team the entire year. Um, except maybe this game week. I still have to figure that out. I have a draft with him and without him, uh, in my team. He's kind of like in that medium price range, though. So it's not like he's like cra- he's not breaking the bank, right? To have him in your team, um, but also like you could go super low with him and then upgrade yeah. elsewhere. So I think the uh, wild card team is Arsenal this week, personally. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, looking at the fixtures, what what are the fixtures that there could be? You know, like so I, I tend to agree, right? Arsenal's the team that they're terrible. But um, they could be a team that could score. You know, it could be a, a 3-1 game or, or, you know what I mean, or a 3-0 game or a 2-0 game against Crystal Palace. Um, they could be the team to kind of target because no one that's taking hits are bringing in Arsenal players. Nobody that's wild carding are bringing in Arsenal players. Okay? Nobody that's just rolling through the game week are bringing in Arsenal players. So the only people that are going to have Arsenal players are going to be free hitters. So the question becomes, do you right? Do you target those players? Do you go after them? They're playing at home against Crystal Palace. It seems like, I, in my draft, it seems like, yeah, I might have like one or two Arsenal guys on the team. Yeah. As of now, I have Leno, but I really do like Tierney because he gets up into the attack yep. and tends to get a lot of returns. Um, so there, there would be a way where right now I have double Manchester City defense where maybe I get away from that and maybe I can find a way to get like, I just don't know Mar- if Mara's is worth it. Um, I don't know where my second player for Man City would be if it's not a defender, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one of my fears right now with the Man City def- and and that my current draft has two City defenders and KDB. And one of my biggest fears right now is City rotation in the back line. Uh it, just because Mendy and Walker are both back now, they haven't played for a while. Um I obviously, you know, I want Cancelo. He's he's been very good. I lean kind of towards Stones as the second one. Diaz is a little bit more expensive but maybe a little bit more nailed. Um, so th- yeah, the problem becomes right. Like if you, if, if you do have those city players, are they going to get rotated? I, I like Leno. I like tyranny. I think they're both great picks though. Um, for the arsenal defense. Yeah. And um, they're like, you said, they're, they're, they're nailed. So that's kind of the nice thing about that. Right, you, right. you play them, they're going to play. Yeah. And they're, and they have a good chance of a clean. I would guess I haven't seen the clean shit odds, but I would guess they, they're very high right now. Mark um, did write in as well. Should we go ultra cheap, but playing with our free hit bench, or should we invest a little more in uh, good bench options in case of COVID or rotation or whatever? How are you handling that? Generally, when I do free hits in years past, I have basically done like just the search function, lowest price goalkeeper, lowest price defender, lowest price uh, midfielder to start 
right? At lowest price forward. That's like how I literally start it. I don't even care if they play. Then I pick my free hit. But this year I'm thinking like I want cheap, but maybe I'll spend a couple point point two or something or point three to make sure they're playing. I don't know. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a little bit to make sure they're playing. And so Smith Rowe for Arsenal at four point four. Definitely he's probably one of the few players besides the the big guns that we talked about that's like he's nailed for me because he's playing at least sixty minutes and he's gotten three assists in his last three games. Great player too, huh? Yeah. Isn't he fun? Yeah. It's good. It's fun to watch him. Yeah. Um, Arsenal still suck. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. They're they're likely to let us down, right? Yep, they always yeah. do. Yeah. Um, Mark also just wrote in his last question was, uh, should we be worried about captaining Fernandez in the double, given what Alan from FML FPL said about him not being as effective with Pogba in the team? So uh, I did read that tweet from Alan. He had said something about uh, how how bruno's stats underlying stats decrease a decent amount when he plays with pogba and you can see that if you watch the games uh pogba is normally stationed in a slightly deeper position than bruno but his tendencies are still to get forward and play up into those areas the other thing pogba does a lot of is he plays uh he's he's like bruno in that he plays a lot of uh, high risk, high reward balls, a lot of attempted penetrating passes. Um, he also has been known to shoot from fucking 40 yards, like calm down, Paul. Okay. Uh, and it does, it decreases maybe the chances that, uh, that Bruno have. Um, that said, I, I, I don't, I'm not afraid to captain Fernandez, uh, in, in the game week. Um, He's talking more about the double than this next game week, but um, just because I, I do think that a lot still goes through him, I do think he's on penalties um, and a lot of free kicks, and I do also think that they haven't actually played that much together, Pogba and Fernandez. And the more that they do, I think that you know their roles will will sort sort out right, and and Pogba will attract defenders, and it will open gaps for Fernandez to play in and things like that. So I'm not too nervous about it. Are you, Jake? Uh, I need to look at that a little bit more in detail of the underlying stats, but not super nervous. Okay. Um, we have a lot of questions, kind of a few, a few questions about um, kind of the the ideal free hit chip team. So Marv writes in, if you're using the free hit chip, what is your ideal team? Two point uh, uh, says, irrespective of price rank, uh, rank the striking options for game week 18 if you're on free hit who are the best three if you aren't going uh, for those three in, in game week 18 why not um, and then p-dubs writes in are there any good risky free hit suggestions to make some ground in mini leagues i think we kind of talked about the ri- not risky but like the way to to move up is probably arsenal players right yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'll i give you my like other kind of <clears throat> risky pick that I think I'm going to start. It's probably Neto for Wolves against Everton. Um, he's like a little bit cheaper, so he like helps me facilitate my team. Um, but he's been a little bit more involved in the attack, and he's only six six million. What about, will you have any Newcastle defense? against Sheffield I've, United uh I just I can't like watching Newcastle I just can't trust them it's probably not wrong I just I can't what about Wilson I have Wilson I think Wilson's a pretty good idea okay maybe even right. like go differential on Jolington because Jolington's been playing but I think that's that's a little too risky for me y- yeah yeah don't say that again <laughs> have yeah, you he's 5.7 though have you seen that guy play though i mean i don't really get why he plays personally but whatever uh okay some more like general questions we have uh is it harbo boy harbo boy harbo boy harbo harbo boiled egg yeah hard boiled egg writes in is Sokka a trap jake arsenal expert uh i guess it depends what you're expecting from him yeah he's a 5.3 midfielder yeah three goals two assists plays every game basically i, I mean yeah. he's a great little facilitator at five are you three, gonna right? be like disappointed if he gets two points like that's fair i guess like but i don't really expect him to get like a ton of returns i mean 
I think if he gets like an assist, that's great. That's kind of like what I have Neto in for, like one return maybe. And if not, it's like whatever. He's he's six mil, you know. Right. Uh, Wilson writes in, I need a replacement for Potence. Max budget is 6.9. Is Gunduan too crazy of a punt? Um, Gundagi is an interesting one. Uh, we haven't talked about him. He has been playing slightly further forward. He said that in a press conference and the heat maps back it up. Um yeah, I mean, he's fine. Uh, it looks like he's going to be playing too, right? Yeah, and are we talking for free hit only? Is that what we're assuming? Uh, that's I a don't... good question. I don't know if it, if it's just for free hit. The issue is like if you look at like just his minutes throughout the year, he's played 74, 90, 90, 90 the last, <laughs> last three or last four, but then he played 0, 90, 90, 0, 95, 90, 25. It's just really hard with him to know that he's going to play every single week and yes he's playing slightly further forward but the most goals he's ever scored in a season was 2018-19 when he scored six um and he only played 2100 minutes that year and so i don't know like if their entire midfield's decimated and you know he's going to play every week he's probably a proper pick but i i don't know that i would be spending spending money on him um it's just i mean he's i guess he's at 5.4 right that's what's nice about him again right like you know, it's kind of like the Saka situation, and and he is on a team that scores way more goals. So yeah, I mean, I think if that's okay long, if, if you have the expectations, right? Yeah, and I think if it's long term, Suchek is the better option at five point two. But yeah, um, right. if it's like just for this game week, yeah, it's not terrible. <laughs> uh, FPL FPL wrote in: Would you do Salah to Fernandez? Uh, mm. If you don't have Fernandez yet, then probably yeah, wouldn't you? <sighs> really. I feel like that's too lateral at this point. I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, well, 1.3 pull- million difference, right? Yeah. If you, yeah, I, I I mean, if you need the money, I would do it. Okay. But anyways. I'm not uh, giving up on Salah yet. Oh, I'm not giving up either. I'm just saying he doesn't have Fernandez. Yeah, wouldn't you, wouldn't, I guess, couldn't you try to find a way to, go up from a different player rather than drop but maybe not yeah uh fpl geek writes in martinez or david de gea with 18 and 19 in focus oh god (laughs) oh god (laughs) Uh, Uh, martinez has he has uh spurs in 18 and then in 19 he has everton and city god yeah that's a pretty tough uh that's pretty tough huh I mean, De Gea you, has. I don't know. If you're keeping has, them for um, the rest of the year, I feel like Martinez is the better option. You, they're, they're, they both have really kind of tough fixtures, but I think De Gea for 18 and 19 alone is going to probably get you more points with Fulham and Burnley. Probably two cleans, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Fulham, Burnley, Liverpool, right? So yeah. That and who knows? Pretty... Maybe they clean against Liverpool. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, apparently that's a thing. Uh, you just have to have the backup goalkeeper for uh, for Southampton, and you'll be good to go. Um, and Martinez also is up to five right now. That's the other thing. The, just the other, you know. Yeah. So De Gea is at 5.3. So, but he's just going to get, I think Martinez is going to get more saves and touches on the year. So keep that in mind. Okay. Um, we're getting towards the end of it here. Do you have, um, you've already free hit. We've already talked about captains. So we do have some random questions. So I'll say, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, The Other Dive, online, DiveFPL.com. Uh, you can download our podcast, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, Overcast, Podcast App, CastBox, all sorts of different places. Um, so as I always say, we really appreciate if you if you're willing to share. Uh, that's a huge form of support. Okay, so if you're not part of the Patreon, but you listen to the pod every week, help us out. Take a few minutes, go do a like, do a retweet, share it with your mom, with your boyfriend, whatever. Okay, just help us out. A um, couple random things at the end of the pod. Uh, Bobby Love writes in, jam or custard in your donuts? And then Costanza says, to piggyback on this, in America, is a jelly donut just a jam donut or do you have actual jelly in donuts? We have both, don't we? Oh, I honestly have no idea. What do you mean? You've had a jelly donut, haven't you? Yeah, I th- thought they were all jelly. Well, haven't you ever had like a jam? We have we have Kringles. I had a Kringle the other day. That's yeah, a jam Kringles thing, are right? Jam. Yeah, that's jam. But don't I we think. have we have like pastries that have jam? Yeah, right. Yeah, but maybe not as much donuts. Right? They're normally jelly. Yeah, normally jelly donuts. I've never heard of a jam donut. Uh, I don't really like jelly donuts. I I'm a custard guy. I would lean toward custard as well. 
Yeah, it's one of the really few like... things we agree on with food, I guess. We agree on most things with food. Yeah, we do. I was just kidding. The corner brownie and middle brownie thing just always comes up to me. Just yeah, you love me. you love you love a center brownie, right? Yep, center brownie all the way. Yeah, I prefer the crust of the corner brownie. I yeah. like something to hold on to. Just absurd to me. It's not really though, right? Because like variation in texture is what is one of the the flavor profiles of food and you're just like i want it all to be the exact same like it's the most vanilla thing in the entire world i don't know man i just that's fuck you (laughs) god (laughs) i didn't know this donut question would get so heated (laughs) all right uh native american drake wrote in uh, a message to you jake he said dad is that you <laughs> I don't know. He what says that means. you mentioned Jacob's plethora of illegitimate children on the last pod, and it got me thinking. Wow. After a very awkward conversation with my mother, everything made sense. You may say, "Native American Drake, you're 23. I couldn't have fathered you when I was seven. That goes against basic biology." To which I say, "I don't know basic biology. I'm not a nerd." You may also say, "You have a chiseled jawline and are six three and are blessed with beautiful." a beautiful caramel complexion and then he says ladies my dms are open see he's being a weird fpl guy right now uh you couldn't have inherited any genes from me which is kind of true all in all your name is jacob but you treat your son like you're you're jacob far i just want to play catch dad and for you to come to my parent to my parents and for me to make manor caroni art for you signed yours truly why don't you just get a genetic test man I would do that. That's going to answer your questions. I know you don't know science though. So there, there you go. Yeah. He doesn't, he's like genetics. What's that? I don't really get why he wrote that whole thing in, but it, it was kind of funny. It was know. funny. I did enjoy it. Even though he was kind of making fun of me in the process. I mean, not really. Like what, well, what did he make fun of? Well, I mean, he said, I, I don't have a dark caramel complexion. Oh, it is 2021. Yeah. You can have whatever complexion you want, Jake. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Pasty white. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, pasty white complexion. Uh, all right. That's the end of the podcast. That was fun. Uh, good luck to everybody. Um, please, uh, my suggestion would be before you make moves on things, just to, this is going to be one of those weeks where it does matter that you know what's going on. Um, so checking just like pressers and things like that before you finalize your teams. And um, we'll have a pod uh, next week as well. Uh, so, so tune in, share out the pod. We appreciate it. Jake, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake, and remember, you should die.